You are tuning in to the Milk Carton Series. I'm your host, Stephanie, and today we discuss the murder of Maria Namath. What's good, guys? Welcome back to another podcast episode. Sorry it took a week off, but it was needed with everything going on in the world. So let's get back into today's episode. Now, today, guys, this story was brought to me by a friend. One of my friends is actually a crime scene technician. Maybe one day I'll get her to do an interview with me or on my YouTube channel. Because if you are interested entering that field then that might be a great episode for you. So if you're on my social media and you're listening to this, let me know if you would like to have that happen because I can make it happen. So today's story focuses on 26-year-old Fidel Lopez and 31-year-old Maria Namath. Now, these two were a couple and this story is not really long, but I feel like it's a really great story to share because People are really nuts out here, especially being in relationships. And one thing that I have noticed in relationships, I mean, I'm not that old, but going on 30 in two weeks, I feel like people want to possess people and we cannot possess people. They are not ours. You know, we only get to experience them. And that's honestly what reminded me of this story. So on September 20th of 2015, Maria and Fidel were basically what he calls having rough sex. Now, the story that he paints initially is that they were having rough sex, they were drunk, and Maria started to not feel well. So she goes into the bathroom, she's vomiting, and it turns out Maria is not breathing. So he claims that's when he calls law enforcement, right? And what makes this story so sad is because Maria was described as very loving. She was very soft-spoken. She was very private. And she was truly just a pleasure to be around is what a lot of her neighbors have stated. And she was a native from Peru and she came, you know, and lived in Florida. And that's where she met, you know, Fidel, who was a native from Cuba, Cuba. And It just makes you so sad because you think about two people coming from different countries and they're trying to basically, you know, get their life going, do everything possible. Now, Maria was married previously and like from her relatives, you know, the two had separated. So now we get back onto the story, the real story of what he claims. He claims that Maria... During this rough sex, they were in a closet. Maria calls out her ex-husband's name twice. But initially, he tells law enforcement that, you know, he was still going on to the same story of like, you know, she was not feeling well. But guys, this man basically dismembered her intestines. He then begins to stick objects into her vagina while she's unconscious. And when he notices that she is not comprehending, she's not conscious at all, he tries to throw water on her face. And Maria is not not waking up because of what he has done to her body. 
And that's why I say I really want to do a video because y'all, if you see these videos of the blood splatter, you initially know this man was in true monster mode. And that's what law enforcement has called it. And he basically says that he was so angry, he then begins to smash things around the apartment, including a sliding glass door. He then began to punching holes in the wall. And it was just truly extremely graphic. Now, I was when I started finding out about this story, I was reading the comments. I always love to see what people's opinions are about stories. And someone basically said, I don't believe she called out you know, this person's um, name. And I'm like, me either, because if she's been with this guy for a long time and she's not thinking about her ex-husband and from what people have said about this girl, I really don't believe she was calling her ex-husband's name out in, you know, after them having sex. Like something is off, something is lacking in his story. There was blood on the walls. There was blood inside the closet, in the bathroom. A closet door was knocked down. There was the shatter of the sliding window. And it's just so crazy that someone, if this is what he's claiming, can get so angry like that. Like, I get it. You will be really upset. Like, no, this mf did not just call me such and such name. Like, I know, you know, this person didn't do that. But would it really lead me into a point of wanting to kill that person? I think absolutely the fuck not. Like, you must have had some type of anger issues already. There was already something going on with you that you were you must have been angry about because there's no way in hell you can go to that level of extreme measures of someone calling you a different name not that it makes it right but it doesn't make any logical sense and i say that because law enforcement said that they revealed of course that both of them were drunk and it had came out that he basically inserted several foreign objects into Maria's vagina and anus. This included a beer bottle, a flat iron that you use on your hair. <laughs> he also used his fists and arms, even to his elbows. What person in their right mental is doing that over someone calling you a different name? Like, there had to be some type of possession. Like, and I say that because when you're with someone and you love them and you want them all to yourself, a lot of people get in a possessive mode that no one's going to have you type of situation. Now, I'm not saying that she didn't call out another man's name. I'm not saying that. But what if she didn't? Because like, how do you go from one thing to this extreme? I, I'm curious to know if there had been any other, um, you know, like situations that may have happened in their relationship, because this is like OD extreme. I could be wrong, but me personally, if people are saying this girl was so private, she was, you know, very pleasant. 
what in the hell? You know, like what? Like, I don't understand. Then you even pulled out some of her internal tissue before this, you know, before enduring her being passed out. That's like freaking crazy. And then after you did it, he goes on the balcony and smokes a cigarette. Y'all, he goes and smokes a cigarette. No, you're fucking mentally crazy to me. Like, that's the bottom line. And it could be, like I said, she could have did that and it twisted his mind or he could have heard, he could have thought he heard her say that because they were both intoxicated while having rough sex. You know, people people have this perception and sometimes they think it's the reality and that could have most likely happened. And when law enforcement came to the apartment, you know, after he called police because Maria didn't wake up, you know, they said he was near her body crying and, you know, he was basically lying in a naked pool of blood, y'all. Like, it's just like so mind baffling that a person can do that to someone that they claim they love And, you know, then as I was reading, you know, he says that basically, you know, the rough sex and he didn't admit to anything initially into this case when law enforcement were talking to him. And, you know, he just basically told the detective that he's trying to do the right thing. He basically said that Maria was a good girl. She was a perfect girl. And she was his love. And he also said that, you know, she changed his name. She called me the name of another MFing guy. And she said it twice and was she was wrong. And she was confusing him with calling this person's name. He pled not guilty to the charges of first degree murder and sexual battery. And this was in the beginning because... I think law enforcement were trying to seek the death penalty for Maria, but I think he ended up um, changing that tune and then ended up pleading guilty. And he did this because he wanted to get, he didn't want to get the death penalty. So he ended up pleading guilty and this was a plea deal that he did and he ended up getting life in prison. And it's truly sad because, you know, not for him, of course, but it's truly sad for Maria because it just doesn't make any sense. And it just makes you so upset that a person could just do this. And again, you know, we have to realize you don't possess people. I don't care what a person does to you. You know, we have to learn to be better and walk away from shit because it can truly change our lives. But me personally, I just don't believe that she did that. Like from people discussing her personality and stuff. I just don't see it happening. I think that he was probably jealous of the ex-husband and he probably in his mental thought, these two had something still going on. And that probably wasn't the reality. Like I said, people believe, people think perception is reality. And sometimes that's just not the case. It's just not. But that is truly the case of 31-year-old Maria Namath. She basically lost her life over having sex to someone that she thought she was loving, would take care of her, her body, and take care of her mentally. And it's so sad that we live in a world as such. So guys, that is today's episode. I will see you next Monday for another episode. And don't forget to 
follow my social media so you can request any video topics or you know podcast episodes. I'm really trying to work on getting another website going so to make it a little easier for people to you know maneuver through. But nonetheless, I'm sending Maria's family love and light. I'm praying that they have found some type of peace in all of this, and I know it won't bring her back, but it's just that's all I can you know truly say is sending you all love and light. And I hope that if you are listening, you know, we got to make wiser decisions, you know, when being in love. Being in love is hard. It's tricky. Sometimes people do ploy with your emotions, but I don't believe that this was the case. Um, I wasn't in their relationship, but I just don't. So guys, until the next episode, I'll see ya. Maria didn't wake up. You know, they said he was near her body crying and, you know... <laughs> He was basically lying in a naked pool of blood, y'all. Like, it's just like so mind baffling that a person can do that to someone that they claim they love. And, you know, then as I was reading, you know, he says that basically, you know, the rough sex and he didn't admit to anything initially into this case when law enforcement were talking to him. And, you know, he just basically told the detective that he's trying to do the right thing. He basically said that Maria was a good girl. She was a perfect girl and she was his love. And he also said that, you know, she changed his name. She called me the name of another MFing guy and she said it twice and was she was wrong. And she was confusing him with calling this person's name. He pled not guilty to the charges of first degree murder and sexual battery. And this was in the beginning because I think law enforcement were trying to seek the death penalty for Maria. But I think he ended up um, changing that tune and then ended up pleading guilty. And I say that because law enforcement said that they revealed, of course, that both of them were drunk. And it had came out that he basically inserted several foreign objects into Maria's vagina and anus. This included a beer bottle, a flat iron that you use on your hair. <laughs> he also used his fists and arms, even to his elbows. What? person in their right mental is doing that over someone calling you a different name. Like there had to be some type of possession. Like, and I say that because when you're with someone and you love them and you want them all to yourself, a lot of people get in a possessive mode that no one's going to have you type of situation. Now I'm not saying that she didn't call out another man's name. I'm not saying that, but what if she didn't? Because like, how do you go from one thing to this extreme? I, I'm curious to know if there had been any other, um, you know, like situations that may have happened in their relationship, because this is like OD extreme. I could be wrong, but me personally, if people are saying this girl was so private, she was, you know, very pleasant what in the hell 
You know, like what? Like, I don't understand. Then you even pulled out some of her internal tissue before this, you know, before enduring her being passed out. That's like freaking crazy. And then after you did it, he goes on the balcony and smokes a cigarette. Y'all, he goes and smokes a cigarette. No, you're fucking mentally crazy to me. Like, that's the bottom line. And it could be, like I said, she could have did that and it twisted his mind or he could have heard he could have thought he heard her say that because they were both intoxicated while having rough sex you know people people have this perception and sometimes they think it's the reality and that could have most likely happened and when law enforcement came to the apartment you know after he called police because Maria didn't wake up you know they said he was near her body crying and you know he was basically lying in a naked pool of blood, y'all. Like, it's just like so mind baffling that a person can do that to someone that they claim they love. And, you know, then as I was reading, you know, he says that basically, you know, the rough sex, and he didn't admit to anything initially into this case when law enforcement were talking to him and you know he just basically told the detective that he's trying to do the right thing he basically said that Maria was a good girl she was a perfect girl and she was his love and he also said that you know she changed his name she called me the name of another MFing guy and she said it twice and was she was wrong and she was confusing him with calling this person's name. He pled not guilty to the charges of first-degree murder and sexual battery. And this was in the beginning because I think law enforcement were trying to seek the death penalty for Maria. But I think he ended up um, changing that tune and then ended up pleading guilty 